Welcome to What Crisis? Fully living in your midlife and beyond. I'm your host, Dan Johansson. What Crisis offers insight and guidance on living an intentional life for people who find themselves on a journey of growth in their middle years. Is there a crisis? Absolutely. The crisis of realizing you're literally on the backside of your life and you haven't truly been living. Whether you're looking to grow into a better version of yourself or to find or strengthen your loving relationships or maybe just learn how to give yourself the permission to lead a purpose-driven life with joy and grace, you'll learn something new every episode. So come along for the ride. Comparison is an act of sabotage. Let that sink in for a minute. Comparison, how you stack up next to someone or something, while often subconscious, is an act of sabotage to yourself, to who you are or how you live. The act of comparison also leads you down the road of assumptions, usually false ones. Here's what I mean. When you observe someone you know, perhaps admire, or even strangers, whomever you're comparing yourself to, you're forced to make assumptions about all the things you don't know or don't see. For example, let's say you're walking down the street and you see what appears to be a happy couple laughing, holding hands while they float down the sidewalk in your eyes. You're assuming that they're happy and full of love. Perhaps maybe that's because you wish you had the same thing, you know, in a relationship or otherwise. But this is a huge leap of assumptive thinking. You don't know anything other than the moment you're observing. You don't know about the fight that led to the decision to go walk it off. You don't know that while they both look so happy, she's secretly thinking about the guy at work she flirts with. You simply don't know anything. Even if you see somebody that you know really well, a good friend perhaps, and you think about how good they have it or how happy they seem to be, there are a million things you still don't know. And this is where making assumptions, you know, the root of comparison, gets so dangerous. Comparison happens most often when we're looking for approval. From others, sure, but usually from within. You know, am I good enough? Am I attractive enough? Should I be more like them or that? Sometimes we do this as well from the other side of comparison. When we compare ourselves to someone having a really tough time and think, well, you know, at least I'm not doing as bad as they are. Which is also an unfair comparison that's riddled with assumptions. So yeah, Comparison is commonly fueled by some level of insecurity and often reinforced by a limited understanding of what we are comparing ourselves to. And this is a dark road, my friends. When you're constantly comparing yourself to others, you'll most assuredly find something you don't like because that's where the sabotage part really comes into play. You're making assumptions, and assumptions are like expectations. Both are monsters in your closet just waiting to eat you up. Perhaps one of the worst aspects of comparison, especially if it's a pattern, is that 
you know, in a study done in 2016, and I'll quote, individuals with greater social comparison orientation that's derived from low self-esteem have worse mental health as they are more likely to hurt themselves psychologically. Think about that. Comparison as sabotage becomes pretty damn accurate in that context. I know you thought I was exaggerating just a bit, right? Nope. Worrying about how you stack up to anything is a recipe for a self-esteem crisis. So, my friends, since we're all here occasionally in this act of comparison, in this action called sabotage of self, what should we do to limit this self-destructive behavior? I'm going to go back to something I brushed on in the last episode, which are the tenets discussed in the book, The Four Agreements. To recap, the book sets up some very practical but not so easy guidelines for living that can lead to a happier, stronger self. They are to be impeccable with your word, not to make assumptions. See how that one comes around full circle? Always do your best and don't take anything personally. Let's break down the importance of this way of thinking, of living in more detail. If you're impeccable with your word, then you value the truth. You speak with integrity, saying what you mean, avoiding any negative talk or thoughts towards yourself or others. If you don't make assumptions, you'll be more curious. You think something or someone is happy or sad, good or bad, but do you really know if you're assuming? No, you don't. There's always more to every story. Have the courage and grace to ask questions. Be curious. Curiosity is such a gift of understanding. As said in the book, this one agreement alone can transform your life, and it's true. Always doing your best. This is a huge part of avoiding comparison. Quite simply, because if you're indeed doing your best all the time, and you're confident that you are, you are, aren't you? You'll feel stronger and better about yourself in general. You'll begin to avoid judging yourself, comparing yourself, and simply feeling good about the self that you are. Not taking things personally requires a big change in thinking for so many of us because we're so used to needing approval. But why? Because we're stuck in comparative thinking. Right, that monster again. So you need to remind yourself that nothing anyone does or says is because of you. People have their own perceptions of who you are. They're making their own mistakes of comparison and turning the mirror of how they feel about themselves onto you, which again has nothing to do with you. Once you release yourself from what anyone thinks of you, you'll find the need for comparison start to fade into, dare I say, a greater love and appreciation for you and who you are right now. So if you haven't read the book, I encourage you to do so. And if you already have a copy, I'm guessing it's probably worth another read. For what it's worth, I've yet to meet anyone who's read it and hasn't been impacted by it on some level, if not in a major way. It has for me. And as you begin to live your life intentionally and mindfully, 
always offering love to yourself and to others, you'll find that the only comparison worth making is to yesterday's version of you. Can I be just a little bit better today as a growing, thriving me? One more ounce of self-love, one more act of grace, one more offering of the thankfulness for the awesomeness that is you. Yeah, you can. It takes a conscious effort, and it's work. But you're worth it, right? Right. See you next time. Thanks for listening and spending part of your day with me. If you like what you hear, give me a follow. And if you're so inclined, since you like it anyway, feel free to leave a kind review. For more information, follow me on danjohansen.com, where you'll also find links to my books, daily Instagram posts, and so much more.